Want to hear about more than Housewives? Visit us on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash knowthatpod to sign up for exclusive content. Hi, Quinn. Hey, Donnie. Everybody heard the news, but I just wanted to... We're going to use today to celebrate <laughs> Rihanna's pregnant. <laughs> yes, Rihanna is pregnant. Spread the word far and wide. It's already been spread. Oh. Oh, I didn't even mean like that, but that too. <laughs> oh. Cake, 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 cake. It's a beautiful thing. Chi Chi. <laughs> she tagged us in the photo. She took the pregnancy announcement and photoshopped us in the background. I didn't even know what I was looking at for like five minutes. You know how many people like messaged me and was like, oh my God, you were there? And I hope you say yes. No. I was like, no. I'm, no. How, I didn't see it at first. We got to get that's the people how I talking. Saw it. At first, when it was when I first like saw it, I didn't even see that we were in the background <laughs> because it was like, that was how I found the news. So I was like, wow. I think I was doing something else. So I didn't pay attention. And then when people asked me, like two people asked me, I was like, wait a minute, I'm not in that. So she got me. Yeah, she was. She messaged me and she said, I'm mad at you for real. I said, oh God, what did I do now? Because I do a lot of stuff that people get mad at me about. But I was like, what did I do now? I don't think I was anything kind of crazy recently. And then she said, Rihanna took pregnancy announcement photos in Brooklyn and you didn't go see her? I was like, well, she didn't announce it. It wasn't a pop-up concert. I mean, she did take those pictures like in a Brooklyn and uh, underpass. Like it was the most Brooklyn shit I've ever seen. I, I would have lost my mind. Oh, me too. If I would have been like working, walking down Myrtle Wyckoff and saw Rihanna and ASAP Rocky walking in her pregnant. I would be freaked out if I would have saw her pregnant before the announcement. Because then I'd true. be like, am I seeing this? Is this really her? You know, I don't pay attention to my surroundings. So I could have I could have walked. You could have seen me in the back of that photo. And I wouldn't have had any idea. You also wouldn't have known what part of Brooklyn you were in. If I had a map. Even then, I don't. <laughs> you nasty I don't thing. You, I don't think you know where you were. That's rude. How do you feel? Like, I'm excited she's pregnant. But there are some people that I think are going a little crazy there was an account that um posted about rihanna's pregnancy and then i commented and said congratulations now write a song about it and and that person (laughs) that person deleted my comment i was like oh my god it's not that serious there has been a lot of there's been a lot of pressure on rihanna to release a new album and um maybe that was seen as something that was like not joyous like it was taken away from i said congratulations i mean i'm sure she'll write a song about it (laughs) we're not gonna hear it because she's never releasing music again instead we get lip gloss not the little mama song yeah because she was like whatever here's lip gloss the very next day like since y'all talking about me talk about my lip gloss too Mm -hmm. i mean god bless her but yeah i want music well i think we talked enough about rihanna should we bring out our guest I probably could keep talking about Rihanna, but sure. Feel free. Go for it. It's almost Black History Month. Well, if I talk about Rihanna, I was just going to sing Umbrella. Well, I'll dance. Now it's definitely better. (laughs) Before we bring out our guests, I do want to let you know, we are currently in the middle of doing Real Housewives of Miami and Summer House recaps on our Patreon at the $5 level. So if you want to hear either of them, head over to our Patreon and check those out. Also, when Candy and the Gang begins, we will be doing recaps of that as well. So again, that's www.patreon.com slash knowthatpod at the $5 level. If you're liking what you hear and you're picking up what we're putting down and you want to hear more from us, follow us on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash know that pod. All right. We are here with Arthi and Noir from the Reality Is podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome. So we are here to talk about Salt Lake City. Where do we start? Where do we start? <laughs> Where do we start? I'm going to let yeah. you decide. Where do we start? Don't ask me. there is a lot going on off camera of course 
this whole season. But if we just focus on the show, if you can, just focus on the show, what are your thoughts on the Bravo show that we watch every Sunday? Nothing that happens off screen, but if you can just, just watch it as a show. Mm. So it's so hard to put all of that together in one <laughs> thought. There's like too many thoughts. Yeah, it's tough, right? Because if I ignore, if I ignore, if my brain could compartmentalize and say the stuff that happened, especially over the last two weeks has not happened, I would be watching and it's embarrassing for me to say, but I would be like, why is Mary being so mean to Jenny? And <laughs> it's like so sad that I'm saying this because I know that there's plenty of people who watched it that from jump were like, uh, no guys, there's something up with Jenny. Yeah. Um, but you know, mm. I didn't pick up on that, but yeah, I would, that would be one thing I guess I could say about the show. And the other thing I would say, which is like, you know, I think is, I think we knew this going into season two, which was that like, this is a show of women who really, really want to be on TV mm. and really take their job or assignment seriously, except for Mary Cosby, who I don't know if she's aware if she, what Mary Cosby, on. Mary Cosby takes Mary Cosby seriously. Okay. Yeah. That's all she does. She's very, I am, I am actually in awe of her the more i watch her interact with them and just shut them down and yes. refuse to participate yeah i'm in awe of her conviction of saying no are you going to give me a blanket no like <laughs> no i'm not going to do it i'm not going to tell you yeah. my life i'm not going to share anything she's not, not going to do it mary cosby gives very much middle-aged black woman vibes which <laughs> i have it's very much like my mother, like she is like, I'm not doing that. We're not doing that. The way she shuts down Jenny, she's like, I don't see you, bitch. She's just like, that's just it. Like you, like you don't understand that you do not exist to me. Like that is done. And I love to see her she doing literally it. turns her body away from people when she flakes them away. She's like, like whatever. Like Jenny starts talking and she goes like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, what are y'all going to do? I don't hear nothing. Y'all hear anything? I don't hear nothing. <laughs> just, just the way she said, like, first of all, Whitney's got some fucking nerve mm -hmm. to be like, you mind getting me a blanket? <laughs> to be honest, I would probably also say, no, bitch, you can fucking get up and go get one yourself. No, but, you know, when somebody asks me something like that, even if I want to say no, my first response is to actually say yes. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. And then I'm like, why did I say, okay, I don't want to get, I don't want, I'm not the media. How dare you ask me? I'm having all these feelings, but I'll bring the blanket. But I just love that. She just said no. And walked away. No. I, that was a power move. That was it, a power move. That's true. It really was. And it, it does make me like her more. I think. Of course. <laughs> Refusing to do work for white people is the most beautiful thing a, a black person can do. Like that is, that is it. <laughs> I do it with Donnie. Like, I tell him all the time, like, I'm not doing that for you. <laughs> I am not Whitney here. You're not Whitney. Could you take out the garbage? Have we taken out enough of your garbage over the years? Donnie? At least we like each other, Quinn. Like, Mary has actively made it. No, she does not like Whitney. So that's why you're right, Nora. When she asks, she does have a lot of nerve. Little girl. Little girl. So the episode starts with these women still getting along from Club Zion. So that's good, I guess. And they all were offered little excursions, like they're on some kind of cruise ship. <laughs> so, 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 so Heather and Lisa, yeah, it was very strange. Like normally I feel like they do two activities. Like you can do something physical or you can do something like whatever usually a spot or something yeah yeah but we never normally get two activities to choose from that are both physical yeah i, I don't know who like the activities director was that day yeah. i almost <laughs> wonder if they were given two physical options and then like jenny meredith and mary said no <laughs> we're, we're yeah. not atving or horseback riding mm. that was the first time in this episode that mary said no and then she kept <laughs> <the team> going. <laughs> yeah. 
Actually, she also probably said no at the massage place because they were like, okay, you could take your clothes off. And she was like, no, I'm no. not taking my clothes yeah, off. Yeah, or her sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> but also the massage. Okay, did you guys see the shoes that Jenny and Mary wore to the massage place? Especially Jenny. It was like seven inches. <laughs> It cracked me up because Jenny, the way they like also showed it was like they showed her heels and then they panned out and she had these like fancy hammer pants on and then like a one strap top. I was like, oh, this is nice. And then when they showed her face, it's fucked up. But I gasped because I was like, oh, my God, I wasn't expecting no makeup. It was like, I'm- where is where is her eyebrows? It was like there was it was like nothing there. It's like she like her face was on her pillow still. It was like, whoa, I had the same reaction. I was like. She was like, I forgot my makeup. She was like, I didn't put on any makeup. I'm like, you didn't put on any face. Like, you, <laughs> yes. there's nothing there. Yeah. It was like somebody dropped a Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> even Meredith was, was missing. Yeah, even Meredith was like, wear sunglasses, Jenny. That's what sunglasses <laughs> Cover that up. I've talked yeah. about this poor girl on the podcast before. Like, this was just 16 years ago. She's just trying to live her 16-year-old life, but... Um, when I worked at Chuck E. Cheese, there was a girl who <laughs> shaved her eyebrows completely and drew them on every day. And I, and one day she forgot to draw them on. And I, when I saw Jenny, it really took me back for that moment. <laughs> By the way, I feel like I've heard this story on multiple podcasts that you've done. I, I, I really, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese people, time. Yeah, people think that I have like a lot of stories from my past, but really it's the same three stories just over and over. <laughs> just- <laughs> Charles yeah. Entertainment Cheese all the time. There's a lot. There's a lot. I remember we went to Chuck E. Cheese just to like eat pizza. And he was like giving me the lowdown. Like, you know, actually back there, that's where this happens. And none of this stuff, don't eat anything from the salad bar. Like he gave me the lowdown. I was like, okay. All right. All right you got that. Chuck e. I just knew okay. to stay out of the ball pit. I didn't know. I, I forgot that Chuck E. Cheese has salad. <laughs> there was yeah. the salad. Mm-hmm. Listen, when you work there, the salad yeah. bar was an option. I would never go there and like get it mm. now. But I would also <laughs> like to make it known that that time that Quinn is talking about, <laughs> it was just us. We did not bring a child to Chuck E. Cheese. Bar. We I didn't. Just, I just really I was like just... Chuck E. Cheese pizza, and I was like, we have to go. We, we have to. Go. Wait, we had the day off. We had the day off, and I was like, he was like, I want pizza, and I was like. Ooh, I was like, you know, I love Chuck E. Cheese pizza. I was like, it's a shame you can't get it delivered. He's like, why don't we just go? And I was like, but we don't have a kid. And we're like two grown men. And it's like the middle of the day. No, he was now like, you're on the watch list. So? Now you're on the watch list. We yeah, the list. Yeah. Wait, but then he was like, he was like, but we're gay. I was like, Donnie, I think that makes it worse. Yeah. I, like, I don't think that makes us above suspicion. Um. And then, because I didn't want to look creepy, then we sat in the table, like, as far back as you could. But then that looks even creepier. <laughs> like, let's sit by and the I, door. And then I, I was like, we I was like, we don't need Away. to, like, play the games. I was like, so we got the tokens. I was like, maybe we can just give them to some kids. So then he was like, hey, kids, you want some tokens? And I was like, no, nope, never mind. That doesn't look right either. We'll just keep these and leave them on the table. Away from the cameras. Sit away from the cameras. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was one of the activities that the women were given? <laughs> like you could go ATV spa, whatever. Chuck E. Cheese. I would have chose Chuck E. Cheese because Obviously. honestly, the two like athletic ones I would never do, and then the spa I would choose. But if your company is Meredith, Mary, and Jenny, I, I'd rather choose <laughs> Hell playing chess with Bob Dole. Like I do not <laughs> want to go to any of these options. I am. I am fascinated by Mary, so I would actually spend time with Mary. I just want to know what goes on in that head. Where she's is not she telling you. What's going on? She's no. not telling me, though. She's not telling you. No, she's not telling yeah. you. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I just and- love that, like, a question as simple as, how's your husband doing? <laughs> she was like, I don't fuck with you like that. I'm leaving. <laughs> like, I just, I love that. It was so crazy, like, but no, I loved it. No, no, that's not happening. <laughs> It's what everybody wishes they had the balls to do, yeah. quite honestly. You yeah. wish you could be like, I'm not doing it. I watch my mother and my grandmother do that stuff every day. And <laughs> it's it's impressive. Like, I know so many, like my friend Keela, she's also that kind of Black woman. I've watched somebody try to hug her that she didn't really know. And she took a step backwards. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, literally in the moment, I was like, oh. I've never That's, ever that? seen that happen. Oh, I didn't yeah. know I had the option. And she that. said, she was like, I'm not a hugger. 
I was like, oh. Meanwhile, I'll be at a coffee shop and they give me a completely wrong order and I just take it and pay for it. I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> like that little dog with the fire. This is fine. <laughs> Good. Do you think like I know later in the episode, Mary says like none of you are even my real friends. So I do think that is a big part of it. But do you think this is based in like she doesn't want to put her business on the show either? Yeah, I think it's a mixture of both, right? Like, I think that I wonder if some of it was that like when Mary went into season one, if you even think about season one, Mary, and you think about her showing up at these parties and she would always look so awkward and like kind of like standing on the side waiting for somebody to come up and talk to her, right? And we know like off camera that she was supposed to be a friend of and at some point they decided to make her full time. And even when she was full time, it was like people calling Mary and telling her what happened and like looping her in. So I don't think she quite felt like she was part of of the group but it I feel like to some degree she was coming in as like a yeah let's just like see what happens Mm -hmm. but I'm sure after the way season one went down and all the shit that started coming out about her family she was probably like okay well these people are not to be trusted they're Mm -hmm. snakes at the same time we mustn't forget that Mary also got super mad at Whitney for not picking up the phone during carpool and then tried to prank her. So are they real friends? No, they're not. I think Mary believes that they might just be coworkers, but I think it's sad to say, but I think like Whitney not picking up the phone, like really tipped her over the other way. She just like, was like, fuck you guys. You're not my friends. And that was it. I think Mary senses it. She doesn't quite get it completely, but I think she senses that she's the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. At least in season one, everybody she was she didn't come off as this awesome preacher. She came off as we don't quite get you right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we every, and I think to some extent she thought Whitney was somebody that she could trust. And the when Whitney didn't pick up the phone and she didn't get the scenes that she needed with Whitney, it sort of pushed her into a point where okay, I don't trust any of you. I don't trust any of you. I don't know why you're asking me that question. I feel like this is going to be another thing that is going to be used against me. So I'm going to be careful. She doesn't talk. So Robert Sr. doesn't show up much this season at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She doesn't talk about her church much at all. And she doesn't talk about, um, she doesn't want to talk about her marriage. All she talks about is, you know, redoing her house, which we never got more off. We never saw her. <laughs> declutter that house we never saw that 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 whole thread is like hanging loose in my loose in my head yeah it's keeping me up at 2 a.m she's not gonna declutter that house she would move all that stuff around and move it back in right i need to know if marie kondo approves of what happens to mary's house but you know i don't get that and so i think she just withdrew yeah i also like remember season one Robert Sr. came off like warm like it seemed like they had like this weird it was super weird because it felt very like daddy daughter yeah but they definitely had a relationship whereas this season he's only been on one episode where he was like making chicken and he kind of like just shrugged her off like whatever and like it seemed like he certainly did not want to be on camera and there was that we were all laughing about it because she was like oh I got so used to him not being around Um, and all that stuff. So you know that there's like a rift there, but I think it was probably that season one, they really tried to, like she talked about her marriage and she talked about how it was the will of God and all these things. And I don't think, I I wonder if some degree Mary thought this is me getting ahead of the story that people have heard about me. And now I get to share what my truth is, which I don't know if it's the truth, (laughs) but she gets to share her side of the story and it didn't work. And now she's like, all right, well, it's not working anyway. So let me just like collect the check and move on. Um, And that was pretty much it. It felt like. Mm -hmm. And we shouldn't forget that like when they were in Vail, I mean, Lisa did go and tell her like, by the way, we're talking about the fact that you've potentially started a cult and are like coercing people into like these terrible financial situations. And I feel like at that point, Mary was probably like, all right, well, then I'm not playing your games. Yeah. And she put it on Whitney which is true, but also partially a lie. So, yeah. The cast, and I see like a lot of tweets about it too. And I hate when people go on like, um, 
<laughs> what's that word I'm looking for? I think it was a Sandra Bullock movie, Conspiracy Theory. <laughs> um, oh. I, yeah, I, that was actually takes... a Julia Roberts movie. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all getting edited out. So it was like I... while you were sleeping? <laughs> Speed? <laughs> Miss Congeniality? Steel... It, it was more Steel Magnolias. <laughs> it was Crash. It was actually Crash. Uh, now I forget what I was going to say. Oh, so some people are like, Meredith and Mary clearly have something on each other. But I don't even know if that's it. I I think that their friendship stems from a place where Meredith saw that Mary needed a friend and Meredith has nobody on her side. So if she befriended Mary, now she has like someone in her alliance mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. We see why Meredith had nobody on her side. If it wasn't for these women in the cast, Meredith would be dead weight. Like they literally have to like pull her into reality because she's so fake. So mm. they have to yeah, wake her up first. Right. They would have to <laughs> yeah. wake her up first. Yeah. 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 It's like a delicate balance. Like what they used to do with Judy Garland. It's like, okay, she's she's got her downers. Give her uppers. No, nope, too much. <laughs> too much. She's yelling at the whole house. Let's get some downers in there. Screaming at, she's screaming at everybody at 5 a.m. <laughs> Give her some she downers. Woke again. Up screaming. <laughs> She woke up screaming, let's adjust those meds. Oh my God. <laughs> I like that she tapped into that again, where she was like totally fine, like whatever, like barely keeping her eyes open. And then and sudden she was like, you don't talk about my family. And I was like, oh yeah, that's what I like. Uh, uh. Now, <laughs> this, I guess, leads into my next question. If we're already down Jenny and now Mary is gone as well. If Jen goes to jail, do you think the rest of the cast has what it takes to like continue this franchise? Yes, because I don't, it, it's crazy because Salt Lake City is so interesting, right? Like you have this potential call, you've got like a racist now on the cast, you've got the Jen stuff, but like, there's all these big things that are happening, but ultimately the women only care about how they look on camera, like whether or not they look like a good friend, how loyal they do or don't look and who was the most wronged and who was the best friend. Like it's never actually about the potential crimes that are being committed by different people on the cast. It's always about like, well, you didn't stand up for me and I was more wronged by them and you're not consistent. Like it's still about like interpersonal relationships between adult women slash coworkers. And I feel like they're petty and stupid and thirsty enough where if you put in anybody else, like, like even Angie, Angie was on and the fight was about catering. <laughs> uh-huh. It wasn't it wasn't even that important. It was about catering, but it was still so funny and so entertaining. And like, that's the shit I love on Housewives. Like when it's, you know, it's like, it's like Miss Shannon screaming, I start charities. Like <laughs> it's that kind of dumb shit that I really like. So I do think. It's and I agree with that. It is sustainable, not to mention it's not anything we haven't seen in other franchises. We have races, we have people going to jail across multiple franchises. <laughs> I do also want to, I do also think it needs to point out, be uh, pointed out that out of all the franchises, nobody in the black ones went to jail. But <laughs> still, Apollo don't count. Apollo don't. Count. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and I think I think the I think the storyline. Um, ultimately revolves around Heather, Whitney, Lisa, and uh, Meredith, really, mm-hmm. because yeah. it's the petty shit is between the four of them. They get the others involved, but mm-hmm. it's it's the petty fights that make the make the controversies and make that go from episode one to another. It's all the four of them. So I think they You're can still survive. Right. Yeah. It, and I want right. to drill more into that. I almost think it's actually even more so between the three Mormon girls. It's the girl who was a super devout Mormon who decided a couple of years ago that her church was a cult. Mm -hmm. It's the girl who was super Mormon, but then was like a rebellious teenage Mormon and then married somebody else's husband. And the girl who was a, like a super gung ho Mormon, but like is a convert and like has her own rules. I actually think the core of the fighting is between those three girls because they'll never see eye to eye. They'll never be able never. to understand the other person's experience, despite the fact that they all technically belong to the same community. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like the heart of all of the petty drama. And I think that is sustainable. That's the gold. Which one of those women that you were talking about is Heather? Because every time I, I was like, oh, this is Heather. No, wait, this is Heather. <laughs> No, so 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 let's. It's really the way to think about it is there's the new age Mormon, 
Yeah. There's a Mormon who will never be a Mormon ever again. And then there's a Mormon that got kicked out and wants to still be a Mormon, is upset about it, and cannot stop talking about it. Heather. Now, so now that's Heather. Now, <laughs> Heather's that person that gets fired, but like it always is around in the drama and always like showing up. Like, or that person who graduates, but they're always at the school. Like, yes. That's Heather. Like, yeah. Move on. Yeah. She's a little bit of a loser when it comes to that. Like, we always say on our podcast that, like, if tomorrow the Mormon church said, you know what, Heather? come on back. It's fine. She'd be like, she'd put that bolero jacket on and she would be there. She would be in the front of church. She would be yeah. taking sacraments or whatever it is you do at church. I don't know. I'm Muslim. I don't know how these things work. But, see, but not her whole family is out of this. So like my whole thing is like, how much is this important to you? A no, lot of and she wouldn't care. She, she wouldn't give a shit. She, she would care. be like, oh, sorry guys. They let me back in. Bye. And like, she would not care because her sister had, okay. Like we her met, sister was pissed. Her sister had MS and she was like, you guys didn't check up on me. Her brother wrote her a heartfelt letter and she just like didn't get back to him until she, he got she tossed it away. She didn't want to touch it. She tossed it away. It was too hot for her. That's horrible. Keep her on the show. I told, I told Donnie that I was like, how awful is she going to look to her siblings on TV? Like how many times is this going to happen? Is there another one that she like shot in the stomach and was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just, I just panicked. I don't know what, you know, I was Mormon. I don't know. It's just crazy. I'm just waiting for uh, Christine Brown from Sister Wives to come out as Heather's sister or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, they could be twins. But getting back to what you were saying, Donnie, I could literally watch Heather, I mean, not Heather, Whitney and Lisa go at it. I could watch a whole season of that. Like yeah. basically just, a Opticon, like a Decepticon, um, Transformers. <laughs> you just draw your lines, like the Magneto side and the X Men. You just pick which one you're going to be on, but they're always going to be. Oh, it's odds. so good. And yeah. I love Lisa Barlow. So, yeah. <laughs> do you not? You know I do, um, but not the for funny... good reasons though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nor yeah. has strong feelings about the hot mic. Up hot mic mm. situation yeah okay. because let's hear yes. that which we can we can we can jump well we don't have to jump ahead we could you know yeah. I'll, I'll reserve those thoughts for later it's fine <laughs> okay if you say so well actually no this is me telling you no i learned something from mary this episode <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna wait <laughs> donnie okay. could you bring me a blanket no. <laughs> no. Well, the rest of the episode is Jen Cinco de Mayo party. But first, I need to talk about the fact that they're having a Cinco de Mayo party. Like when it was first announced last week, I was like, mm, this could go very poorly. But then when Jen like said the reason was because Mary called her a Mexican thug, I said, and it went poorly. And then, and then I saw maracas and I said, and it's continuing to go poorly. And then Heather wore fucking flowers on her head. And I said, and <laughs> once more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, costume, costume, costumes. We are just going to appropriate the shit out of this. I was just like, this, this is crazy. It's not even like they were in like, in New Mexico, where I was like, it would still be wild, but it's like you're in Utah. I don't understand. Was it even Cinco de Mayo? I I wasn't sure because it seemed like early spring. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, it's not even. She's like, they're reaching. <laughs> oh, was it not? I don't know if it was actually May, guys. Yeah. <gasps> That's even crazier. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh wow. Well, see, Donnie asked me. He was like, you know, this is. He was like, this is why, as a white person, I don't understand, like, what I can do and what I can't do. When and in doubt, don't was, do it. There's too yeah. many white people here that said, "Oh, this is a good idea." Like, no, don't. And that's why. Sorry, I cut you off. Go, Quinn. I just have a no. <laughs> go. You go. First. You did it again, white person. <laughs> You're right. Thank you. Thank you. I don't have to say it. <laughs> this is what solidarity looks like. So. <laughs> I told him, I was like, well, I wouldn't think to do it. I was like, so as since as a Black person, I would never think that I would need to dress up to enjoy tacos. Yeah. I think that that's probably somewhere you don't need to go. I would have just called the Taco Tuesday and called it a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, this whole thing that, like, Jen is, quote, unquote, paying for it. I was like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, this is just Bravo. Like, this is production paying for it. 
What do you mean? Who's paying for it? Whitney froze like the those robots. For it. Whitney froze like those robots in Austin Powers when Meredith asked her. <laughs> or Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I could have showed you that robot. I used to work there in case you didn't know. But um, yeah, she clearly did not know how to answer that because she wanted to say that. She wanted to say like, of course she's not. But she couldn't break that fourth wall. But Meredith broke her. Oh, we're acting. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of the cultural appropriations, Quinn, since you didn't let me cut you off, how rude. I wanted to say, Lisa did seem like she wasn't going to be taken down that road. She showed up in a hot pink blazer. She was like, no one is going to say I appropriated a damn thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just looked like a cartoon character. She looked like a cartoon character from like the 80s. Jim Shaw looked great, though. Yeah. Mary called her son to ask... Blue gold or gold gold? Blue gold or yellow gold? <laughs> and he was like, I got to pee. Yeah, it was yeah. like that meme. What color is this dress? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Blue or gold. And not only did he tell her he had to pee, he let her listen. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even tell her. He was just, she was asking questions and he was just, he was like, let me respond to you by the sound of my urine hitting the toilet. And that lets you know that what's going on with Mary might be genetic because who just starts <laughs> to pee with their mother on the phone? With like, I don't even... <laughs> When I'm around my mother, my penis doesn't exist. I'm like a Barbie doll. Like, there's nothing there. She has nothing. I have nothing. She saw mine, but it's gone now. Like, it's just... I, would I like never that you called yourself a Barbie doll and not a Ken doll. I know. Like, it's because I'm stacked. <laughs> oh, my God. Top heavy. Literally. Save it for your grinder name. <laughs> You got one more time, Donnie. Black History Month is in a matter of hours. That's why I'm saying it now, putting, putting it in Get quick. it all out. Get it all out. Because then I have to be silent for 28 days. Mm. 29. Is it a leap year? It will be for you. Fair enough. So, so even with this little narrative that Whitney and Meredith made up about whatever, Jen is not paying... Meredith then later doesn't have a problem with this necklace that Jen, now did Bravo pay for that? Or do you think Jen paid for that? I think Stu Chains paid for that. Mm, well, someone's grandma paid for that, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think that uh, on Watch What Happens, she said that she gave it to her lawyer and the lawyer yeah. is holding on to it in case Jen needs to pay restitution. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. a pretty bold move. Huh. No, it was Ooh, like, no, that was, I think, uh, Meredith thinking, okay, at least we got some of the money back. Let me <laughs> yeah. hold on to it. <laughs> she sold it. Yeah. I do understand why Meredith took the necklace, though, and why she was struggling with this, because it's the same problem I'm finding with my Shaw Squad merchandise. Like, I did throw out the mug, I threw out the beanie, I threw out the t-shirt, but those sweatpants are the most comfortable sweatpants I've ever owned, so I'm like, mm. well, Can you like you throw them off? You have to sell them on, sell them on eBay. <laughs> And then hold it, the lawyer for restitution. No. I, well, can you, is it guilty. like, is it like applique? Like what is the, what's the stitching? Cause can you like scrub off the oh. squad and then just have Shaw's and then they'll just think you really like Shaw's of Sunset. Good idea. Okay. Yeah. I'll try that. I'll try it with the hoodie first. And then if it doesn't work, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. if it I think you should just keep it. I think you should keep it because there can't be that many made. And then maybe like 30 years from now, Ryan Bailey will buy it as a collectible. <laughs> I could send him, I should have sent him the t-shirt, but no, that's just all, me always thinking of myself. <laughs> I should have gave it to a homeless person, but they would have been like, no, I don't, I'm not touching this. Are They'd be not? like, I have standards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They would have been like, this is how I became homeless. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I wish I said that. <laughs> oh, that gave me a stomach ache. It could be the Chuck E. Cheese pizza, guys. <laughs> I wish. Uh, but now maybe we'll go after this recording. They closed that one down. After mm, you guys went? <laughs> <laughs> no, then they instituted like no people, like a playground. Must have a child with you to enter. No, and my experience working there, that's how I knew you didn't need a child. 
because <laughs> I just knew it. <laughs> there have been other lonely men that showed up without children. Not you lonely, lonely. Hungry. hungry. I'm not a pedophile. I'm just here to eat pizza. I'm just hungry. <laughs> because, the, okay, now I'm going to really break down Chuck E. Cheese for anyone that doesn't know. Oh, they, have, they have kid check at the front door. And this was a position I used to have to work with sometimes. And when parents come in with the kids, you stamp them the same like number so that yeah. you can only leave with a parent that has your number. That's <laughs> such, smart. such high, yeah, safety measures. Like, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I went to Chuck E. Cheese's all the time. That never happened to me. You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> there was never I never got stamped they didn't care who took my little black ass out of the <laughs> <laughs> also never some happened. of those stamps like don't really show up on dark skin. Oh, I know this from my yeah. children that too that was the worst when I had to be at the front door and just get like hope it was the <laughs> right number I'm like yeah you're good you're good that looks like a seven <laughs> <laughs> There's a kid somewhere looking at his parents and like, how did you, how did I end up here in this house? You don't look like my parents. Yeah. In like the greater Philadelphia area, there's a lot of mismatched children. <laughs> oh my God. The face on the milk carton. <laughs> and, okay. All right. Back to the show, I guess. So Mary doesn't bring the blanket out for Whitney. And then after that, that's kind of like the jumping off point for shit to go down with everybody yeah yeah it just goes <laughs> bananas like there's not really even quite a like direction that it goes and I think it's like Mary says I'm not gonna get you a blanket and then they all just start talking about how rude Mary is and then Jenny's like oh yeah by the way she was super rude to me at spa and like she just like doesn't want to talk to us and then Mary comes back and Whitney's like well Jenny do you want to continue talking shit about the person that you were just talking shit about even though Whitney was kind of the one that started that mm -hmm. also. Yeah. And then they just went in on Mary and they were like, why are you being so rude to Jenny? And, you know, I, I wonder what Heather Gay is feeling today as she watches herself defend Jenny over and over again against Mary. <laughs> I actually missed a, a, a few of those transitions because every time I looked away, I was, I went to get a glass of water. I came back and it was like, wait, no one's mad at Mary anymore. Now they're mad at Lisa. Mm -hmm. And then I went away for something else. And before I knew it, Lisa was throwing her mic at people. So I was like, <laughs> what is happening here? That okay, that yeah, shirtless. Yeah, even that, even that transition is so strange because it's Mary going off, right? Mm -hmm. And then I think it's something like Lisa looks at Meredith and says, look, she's not being kind. She's not yeah. being kind, which somehow triggers Jen Shaw. Yeah, like and yeah, wait, how did that why. happen? Like, wait, where did Jen Shaw start screaming at Lisa for? She starts screaming at Lisa. Mm -hmm. Then Lisa's like, "I'm a great friend." Then Mary's like, "You're a piece of shit," basically. And then Lisa's like, "You're a piece of shit." And then Lisa turns to Meredith and is like, "You're not being a nice friend." And then Meredith is like, "I'm a great person." And then suddenly Lisa gets no, up. Lisa says, "Lisa, Lisa Barlow is an awesome person." <laughs> she does say that. And we mustn't forget there was Taco Bell slander in yeah. between all of this. There was Taco Bell slander. <laughs> you let your kids eat Taco Bell. There was mom shaming. Yes. <laughs> Mary is that was nutrition about shaming. <laughs> that was nutrition shaming. Yeah. That was Jesus, like you know what? There was zero lies told. There is no nutrition in that food. But <laughs> it was still very, very rude for her to say. I think what made Lisa angry was they were able to sit up and say that about her. And her friend, for what, however many years, did not take up for her at all, but she mm -hmm. did take up for Mary. Yeah. So I think yeah. that was where it was. I still don't understand why Jen was yelling or got, <laughs> why Jen got me. But I do understand why Lisa did, I believe. Yeah. I have a theory about it. I feel like maybe it was something like, you know, Jen, if you think about like the bus fight where Jen got in um, Lisa's face, I think Jen's issue with Lisa is Lisa, likely the shit that she said on the hot mic she has said that before to these women mm. off camera. Mm. And I think they're constantly trying to get her to say those things about Meredith to like talk about Meredith completely. And instead, Lisa just kind of like quietly whimpers and is like, yeah, it's not right. And then like just moves on. And I think that's why Jen gets so worked up. But also it could just be that Jen is a complete crazy person. So <laughs> like it could just be that Jen is just Jen, right? But I think some of it is that they're, 
feel like she's not opening up the on camera in front of Meredith. So even Lisa turning to Meredith and quietly telling her, you're not being kind. Then Jen screaming, you're not being consistent, Lisa. You're not being consistent. I think what she's trying to say is like, that's not how you actually talk about Meredith. Like, mm. that's not how you're going to get Meredith to actually like speak up. And, and then, that's, and, and that's something that Heather and uh, and Whitney have also hinted. Yeah, in. but in the first season reunion. That's why they were trying to pit Lisa against um, Meredith, and Meredith was like, "I'm not engaging." Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> wow, y'all smart. Well, okay. one of us All has right. a PhD, and it's no, not we just pay, we just pay attention to a random <laughs> So does Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> one of us is a doctor. <laughs> you know, I also think that when Lisa said she started getting upset, I thought it was there's this like, really silly thing that Meredith did, which is again like they're not real friends; they only care about themselves. Lisa got really upset at Jen and was like, I'm here for everybody. I'm a great friend. And then was like, who's been here for me? Nobody's been here for me. And then so later when Mary's like yelling at her about being a shitty mom and like not feeding her children a balanced meal. And she turns to Meredith and is like, you're not defending me. Meredith is like, well, you just said a minute ago that nobody stuck up for you. So like, think about how that makes me feel. I'm like, what? Meredith, that's crazy. I love it. That's some pettiness. Yeah, I love it so much. You said nobody stuck up for you. Well, nobody's gonna stick up. Yeah. Now watch me. Yeah. <laughs> now watch watch me not do it. Yeah. <laughs> and that oh, we didn't even talk. I have like notes that are just keywords and names because so much was happening at the table. It's a stream of thought. Go ahead, yeah. Donnie. It's a stream of thought. Yeah. Just, you like, just read your notes. Mary and Heather, I forgot about that part too. When they, when Mary says that Heather doesn't have a husband, and then Heather's like, "You're married to your sub granddaddy." It's just all too much. Like everybody, it was weird. Like, everybody. why did she bring that up? Like, why did she bring up that her husband paid for it? Like, then who paid for you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Heather was saying that you should, you should. Uh, Jenny is part of the part of the group. She's not. She's not a newbie or, you know, a friend of she's part of a core group because her husband also paid for this. That's what Heather was trying to say. Yeah. But Mary's point is also true. Like, why are you bringing the husbands here? Like, who paid mm. for you? Like, you <laughs> exactly. have a husband. So why are you bringing up the husband paying for this trip? Probably yeah. because, you know, Robert Sr. probably didn't pay for the trip. It was Mary yes. who paid mm -hmm. for the trip. So Mary's like, why are we bringing the husbands in this? Yeah, I think Mary yeah. had what we like to call a private experience, which is like where you think somebody's talking about a particular thing about you, but nobody actually is. It's just your own mind mm -hmm. telling you that something mm -hmm. really horrible is happening. So it's just a private experience. I think she had a private experience when Heather said that because immediately she was like, oh, what are you trying to say that? Like my husband doesn't pay for things. And then she's like, you don't even have a husband. And it's I don't I think what Heather was trying to say was like, you should be nice to Jenny because Jenny's one of the people who's technically hosting this trip, which is funny because nobody is. Yeah. Which but, is cool. but, <laughs> but like, I think that's what Heather was trying to say, but it's just so funny because like Jenny, it's like Mary just turns it around into a whole other thing. And these people are just dumb enough to take the bait and then <laughs> go in that direction of like, okay, well you married your grandpa. That's the point that all of them yeah. bring up stupid petty stuff. Yeah. And all of them take the base yes. and uh -huh. that's why we are constantly changing direction here because it's not like they don't yeah they don't sit with the central theme and parse it out they just go flying every accusation flies at all the time and everybody keeps changing direction yeah it's like a pinball machine one you right. might find at chuck e cheese <laughs> thank you <laughs> we, we loop it back around here folks well, Lisa Barlow hit tilt in this one. <laughs> yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yeah, so let's, now we're allowed to talk about the hot mic moment. Let's, if you still want to. I loved it. Okay, I loved it. Me because too. Because it was, it was a monologue. It was great. It was on the level of Tom's car breaking down. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Like, put yeah. that in there. Loop that in there somehow. The car rolled and the glaucoma <laughs> and all that. I loved it. I do wish that I could hear the producer that she was talking to be mm. like, yeah, tell me more. So who did she fuck? Like, I want to hear that part of it too. But I, 
everybody's calling her like legendary for saying these things, but I don't know if it's legendary because it's like, I don't, and I fucking hate everything is iconic nowadays, but it's like, I don't think it necessarily makes her an iconic housewife because it's not like she said those things on camera. She said she's a weasel. She's like Mm -hmm. a snake, which is also why she should remain on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's an essential player in all this. But like she said those things off camera because she doesn't want to say those things to Meredith's face. She never will. Yeah. And so while I loved it and it was totally juicy and entertaining, I don't know if she, she, I don't think she knew that she was doing it. And even her like throwing the mic pack at them at the end, I don't, that doesn't prove anything. She probably right. thought it was off. Yeah. She just, she just, she just responded to somebody on Instagram and said that she didn't know the mic was turned off and they caught it on a boom mic. Oh, Oh, and she was, oh, I love it. she was throwing the mic because she was basically changing and she was throwing the mic to say, I quit. So that's oh. why she threw the mic when she walked out. She didn't even know they had caught that rant in the room because they caught it on a boom mic. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> the boom and, mic will get you. <laughs> it will. And also to add on to your like, it's not really iconic. Jen brought, she didn't say half in New York, but like Jen brought this news up last year already. So not even, did you not say it on camera? You're just like saying old stuff, just adding a little bit to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're just adding a number to it. You're saying 10 versus many. That's <laughs> all. Half the population of New York. I do like the fact that she said her stupid family that fucking poses. Cause I was like, yeah. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Who doesn't own their house? Why can't they own their house? Like, oh, well, I mean points were made but i knew that there was something up when he had to work in ohio i was yes. like that doesn't sound right Rich people yeah. don't work in ohio yeah <laughs> yeah she said on watch what happens live like she talked about all of these different things that happened or that were said she said that the fucking half the people in new york think she was like well i think that um she said Lisa might be projecting. And I was like, oh, that's a big accusation. And then she said about the houses thing, she said something ridiculous. It was like the the weirdest answer. She was like, well, we're renting our houses and we're actually spending more money renting our houses because that's just the lifestyle that we want right now. And I was like, I don't know if that's a good answer about why you don't own property, but okay. And then she said about the jobs thing, she said, Seth's job is that he's the vice president of turnover. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> he turns like around like turnovers. He oh, turns <laughs> companies that are dying. So he gets he gets brought brought in to turn over the company, put it back in black so that it can be <laughs> sold. Why one of us has a PhD and the other one doesn't? Because I was like, turnovers. You're thinking food. Like the food? (laughs) Apple turnovers? No. (laughs) So what I'm hearing is Seth has a history of trying to save prices and complete messes. So that explains why he's running after Meredith. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Got it. Something that bothered me online, besides everyone calling her iconic, people... (laughs) I don't know if I'm just smarter than I think I am or if everyone else is dumb. Sorry if this applies to you if you're listening. But when there were I saw so many posts of people like, who's that man in Meredith in Lisa's room during the hot mic moment? You could see him in the mirror. Like it's obviously a producer. Production. Yeah, she's yeah. not this is not a hostage situation. This is not another victim. Like this is not fucking room. What are you talking about? Who is that? <laughs> I, he I was a wardrobe so he was a wardrobe guy helping her take that <laughs> mic off yeah it was probably poor james again james from potomac it was producer james oh my god i think he's retired since then <laughs> they should have gave him a medal the network should just be named james it took eight people to get her off of candace but it only took james to keep her from going back in right <laughs> that's a national hero Mm-hmm. He's like that man at the Capitol. Like, like yeah. <laughs> oh Time person of the year. Mm-hmm. It's like James and him. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
so my notes were a little bit out of order because we should have ended with a hot mic moment, but maybe I'll edit it so it still does. I probably won't. So just imagine you heard this earlier. But Meredith and the memorial. I oh yeah. It was a topic of such discussion, and we hear mm-hmm. it more next week. First of all, why do the women care so much about the logistics of this? But they're so like forgiving with Jen. Uh, because they're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like there's literally I think no it's other reason. That's work. Yeah, that's work. Like Jen is so even with Jen being arrested, like that's generating buzz and work for the show. Mm-hmm. If Meredith isn't there, she's just not working. She's yeah. just I don't know sleep or like having texting with Brooks or whatever the hell she does. Um, sleep with half of New York pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that's work. Yeah, <laughs> like she does. She can't be there for everything. Yeah, I think they are um, upset that she gets to fly and flew into Vail and they were stuck on a Sprinter van with, you know, leftovers from whatever Jen had left behind to eat, right? <laughs> so they're like, why does she get off work and she gets to do all of this and we had to be good at the, you know, everybody has been in this kind of situation where you were stuck in a meeting, but your coworker didn't have to show up because they made up an excuse and now you're upset about it. And that's what it is. But and now here you are raccooning food out of her bag. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's so stupid also because it's like they keep going back to I, I think what Whitney is trying to do is she's trying to get Meredith to say that she dislikes Jen for the reason that Whitney believes, which is that they apparently fuck the same guy in New York. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because she keeps trying to bring it up. Somehow she ends up looking like she has sympathy for Jen shot. But what actually she's doing is she's calling out Jen for cheating on her husband. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of genius of Whitney's part, but she's also so stupid. And she's always gets so drunk that nobody wants to listen to her. Like I saw a clip of like the next episode where they're going to, mm-hmm. she's going to chase them and keep talking about it. And nobody wants to talk about it because they're like, this is ridiculous because what Whitney keeps saying, Mary is, says no and walks away. Mary <laughs> does. Yeah. <laughs> what Whitney's trying to say is if there was no memorial and, and you got over the Brooks stuff, why else do you not like Jen? Is it because of something that happened in New York? She never and gets to that. She point. never gets to her point. Whitney never gets to her point. It was like last season at Coach's party where she was like, you know, I like to keep it real with you. Wait, can I start over? You know that I keep it. Wait, wait, Lisa. Like, that's what she did. That's what she keeps doing every single time and it just keeps going to like your dad's memorial you don't start with those three words that's when meredith just loses it the minute you mention dad's memorial she loses it yeah what she needs to do is i don't think any of this has anything to do with why you're mad at jen what is the real issue just ask her forget about everything i need to see who this man is that both meredith and jen would have sex with because i don't think they have the same taste i wouldn't think so I have to see this man. I have to see him. Everybody on any of these Bravo shows apparently has a taste for Harry Dubin. Well, uh-huh. Meredith did confirm that he's an acquaintance, but she said, I have not How- had sexual relations with that man. Are you <laughs> Harry? 100%. How hunk is Harry Dubin? That thing must be um, humongous. Okay, who was I talking to? I think it was Tom Hamlet. I'm sorry, it wasn't Tom. But Tom said that Harry Dubin, when he was younger, was probably very cute and has like some kind of vibe going where like women maybe over the years, like remember him as being like this young guy who fucked like a lot of women. And then that just carried with him. Mm-mm. Sorry, Tom. I'm Googling young <laughs> also, pictures of Harry Dubin. Also, Harry so Dubin quiet. is young, guys. <laughs> Harry Dubin is 49. Like No way he's 49. He don't look 49. Yeah, or he just turned 50. So if you think about like this 50-year-old guy who like he's been on our TV for 10 years, so he was like 40 and he was like fucking Ramona, who's 15 years older than him. Like he's having sex with much older wealthy women in New York. So <laughs> I think that people he's probably been doing that he's forever. A gigolo. Yeah. It's <laughs> a boy toy. Well, I guess I I mean, I don't know. I'm still going with the um endowment theory. But <laughs> I mean, obviously, he's gotta know something. There's something going on there because There's if they both going. have sex with Harry Dubin, we gotta get him even, his own show. I can't imagine him being very good at it. 
Look, people don't go to McDonald's because it's nasty. Right? <laughs> it might not be good for you. It no. might not be what you eat. It might not be nutritious. But I'll tell you one thing: they don't go it's because drive it's nasty. by. You can drive through. <laughs> drive by. Drive by. <laughs> I think Harry. I don't think he's actually good at the mm-hmm. sex, but I think that he does a good amount of talking. Like I feel like he really puts in the work to sleep with you and maybe to string you along. But I don't think the sex itself is that good. I would believe that if I didn't see Jen Shah as somebody who would demand good sex. Mm. Mm, that's true. Jen Shah does not seem like the type to fake it. Yeah, You're but right. if it was just a one-time thing, she could have topped him and then like never went back. <laughs> we don't know how often they did it together. True. This is all speculation. All right. This is all allegedly. I don't know who's fighting. This is all alleged. We don't. Yeah. We it don't could know. have been that guy from American Idol. Constantine. 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 <laughs> What if it was a guy who was making lamb curry this season on New York? <laughs> the red scarf guy. The red scarf guy. <laughs> who was the guy who made the lamb curry, though? Garth? Garth. Oh, Garth. <laughs> Garth. Oh, God. It was Mario. It was Mario, okay? It was Mario. Now, Mario, oh, I would That believe. would be iconic. Yeah. I hope it was like Mike Hill on vacation or like working in New York. I hope that's oh, like Oh, my God. It was Simon. <laughs> Not Van Kempen, <laughs> Portia's fiance. <laughs> no, I, th- I was looking. I was thinking Simon Van Kempen. Oh no, 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 no! Nobody's gonna stoop that low. <laughs> okay, I'm wrapping this oh, up God. now. This has gone on far. We're spiraling out. Who else from New York can fuck these women? Come on, guys. It was Every Bolo, man. guys. It was Bolo. It was Bolo. <laughs> <laughs> now wait, because now I can't unsee Meredith and Bolo. I, miss I can't unsee Meredith. I can't unsee Bolo and Luann. When she said an Ultimate Girls Trip, I was just like, oh, Luann wants a piece of Bolo. <laughs> <laughs> what are your final thoughts about this episode? I loved it. It was just so chaotic. Yeah. I just, I love that they're just all kind of right and also very wrong. And that is the best kind of housewife mix-up. Absolutely. No, I'm not going to give you my final thought. That's oh. what I learned. No. <laughs> like, wow, that's rude. That's her final thought. No. no, I'm going to say no more often. I enjoyed it. I want to say no more, no more often. I learned something from Mary. I'm going to kind of piggyback on that. Like, I, I wish to be rich enough where I can treat white people the way Mary does. <laughs> no. Because, like, people ask me all kinds of shit. I was walking down the street, somebody at 10 o'clock, somebody, some white guy asked me to help him move a piano. No. Wait. Well, I hope you said no already, even though well, you're I, d- not I did rich. say no to so, that. Okay. Though, oh, but people okay. asked me all kinds of stuff. I wasn't moving no piano. <laughs> yeah. And also, that's fucked up of that guy. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Just, you should have saw the look on his face as I came up the street, like, oh, I'm saved. <laughs> Wait, it was just a random guy on the street. Just a random guy who was With trying the to piano move, waiting like, live, for somebody to walk by. We live in Brooklyn. We live like on this, like it's a bunch of storefronts. He was in some kind of bar or something. He was like, I need could you help me move this piano? And I'm like, absolutely not. No. <laughs> Out of the bar or into it? I didn't get any details because I don't know. <laughs> okay. Was there was there even a piano? Was there even a piano? He looked like a musician. He looked okay. like a musician. I will say that. Wow. And I was just like, I can't help you. We were coming from like Manhattan. I was drunk. I was like, hey, no. no. <laughs> at 10 o'clock in the morning? 10 o'clock at night. Oh. <laughs> Which is even weirder. It would make more sense if it was 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that man was stealing a piano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he went into Blake. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, and he I was like, he let me caught. wait for a black guy to show up and then <laughs> have him do it with me. <laughs> I've never seen a white person so happy to see me. <laughs> Mine is very specific, but after they went ATVing, Whitney like touched rocks to sit down and then started eating chips. And I was so grossed out. Like your face is full of dirt. Your hands are full of dirt. Don't fucking eat right now. Whitney's face for the whole scene with all <laughs> the dirt around. Oh my God, just wipe it. Go, wipe your face. It looked like she was in a production of Annie and they like smacked dirt on her face. They're like, you're supposed to be an orphan. (laughs) I 
been ATVing. I was just in Phoenix and I was ATVing like in very similar terrain. And I did not get dirt. I did not look like I ate ass. Like, I don't understand <laughs> how that happened. Well, also, okay. So then when she said that too, that was really gross because <laughs> as someone who does, your face <laughs> shouldn't look like that. It shouldn't look like that. No. Yes. As experts, we're here to tell you, you're doing it wrong. Know <laughs> that. Well, yeah. know that. See what I did there? Okay. <laughs> so, so on that note, let everyone know where you can be found, where people can follow you, listen to you, all of the above. Yeah, you can find us everywhere podcasts are heard. The reality is we do episodes on Wednesdays and Saturdays, and we also have a Patreon. You can find us everywhere at The Reality Is Pod on Patreon, on Twitter, and on Instagram. Thank you so much. We had so, so yes, much Thank you fun. for coming. Thank this you for having so fun. us. Yeah. This fun. Yeah, it was almost as chaotic as the actual episode. I enjoyed it. <laughs> all, all the episode was missing was Chuck E. Cheese and maybe pe- pedophile like people nearby. Listen, there's still like two more episodes of the season. We were we not pedophiles. <laughs> we were just two gay men in New York City who wanted pizza from a children's restaurant. <laughs> yeah, New York City, where famously you can never get pizza anywhere else except for Chuck E. Cheese. Not Chuck E. Cheese pizza. All right. See ya. <laughs> Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Know That, a Real Housewives podcast. If you'd like to support the show, be sure to visit www.patreon.com slash knowthatpod. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at knowthatpod. You can follow me, Donnie, on Instagram at Donnie Hadfield Smith. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Quinn Lamar. Continue to listen and support for free on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows.